we uh, everyone keeps talking about, and we certainly are off the air here, is AI. Lots of implications uh, for all sorts of people, even in the radio industry. Lots of companies are now having to make decisions yeah. on, do we allow our people's voices to be recreated with AI? And here at Curtis Media, they're currently writing well, their you know, official document on their stance on AI. It's going to be very interesting. And the exciting news is for those of you listening, uh, we are, I've reached out to John Chambers. He's from my home state of West Virginia. I saw him at the Prime Minister Modi event where he was introducing the Prime Minister. And, you know, he's a leader of Cisco, former leader of Cisco. And he's, you know, he's told me that we're seeing acceleration of innovation in AI. Many of his startup companies that he's invested in are doing quite well. But it's really crossed the chasm, right? Where these technology companies are just automatically bringing in the product. Now, the president today met with Amazon, Google, Meta, Microsoft, and other companies to basically talk about the safeguards that could be put in place to protect those that are worried about AI. So, you know, maybe, make, maybe making sure there's standards before they just release AI products, uh, looking at third-party oversight of the technologies they're building in, auditing the technology, and holding companies accountable. And I think the biggest concern, Nate, is what we call generative AI which is kind of this whole notion of chat GPT that you can just do a search and it will write it for you. But who's fact checking that? And you and I were talking about the implications for journalism, for radio. You know, people can just put a chat GPT and that, that could be the news and we don't know. Now I can tell you from a productivity, it's going to help. Uh, you know, how many of us want to be on the phone for nine hours, or you know, four hours on a customer call when you could have an AI chatbot that's getting you to resolve the problem? Right. So I think that, there's going to be promising benefits of AI. I think the concern of job loss, but at the same time, new jobs being created because you're going to have to have people that know how to use the AI. So this is going to really have a profound impact on job training. And also, the final thing I'll say is startups. I mean, as if, if John Chambers is saying that you know startup acceleration is going well in AI, then technology folks, I'm sure, are going to be incorporating more AI into their products, into their services. So I'd like to see us develop an AI innovation cluster here. I think it's a great idea. We talk about clean tech cluster, right? But an AI cluster that's actually bringing in startups because the venture capitalists are all saying that they're seeing AI as uh, something that's going to be, they're, they're, they're all, gonna, all their portfolio companies are going to have to be leveraging it. But the president met with the leaders today to call for safeguards and standards. A good first step, at least. Um, the thing that always crosses into my mind is AI always uses data that already exists. It doesn't create its own thoughts. It's It uses info that's fed to it. So how do you differentiate who owns what? You know, it could look at a book that was written by someone, and, you know, they're entitled to compensation for the book that they wrote. Absolutely. This I mean, could be so complicated. M- music, art, IP. So there's ethical standards. And let's not forget that President Biden has an AI task force. They met in SAS and Kerry a few months ago who's primarily charged with AI as it relates to workforce training, but also ethics, regulation. And, you know, we have, I've said this time and time again, and Congress, I've spoken to Congresswoman Ross, Congressman Nickel, Jeff Jackson, who we're going to try to reach out and bring on the show, who's actually on the AI committee, Congressman Jackson, former state senator. They want to do something with AI, coming together to figure out where you can have regulation, but you can't drive a car without wearing a seatbelt. You can't fly a plane without going through the FAA. You can't launch a pharmaceutical drug without going through the FDA. So why would AI be any different? What's surprising to me is that we allowed the innovation. The innovation's occurring so fast, Nate, that now it's like, you know, anywhere you go, Google is now saying they're going to bring in more stuff. Microsoft, Bing, 
you know, they they totally AI, AI now. AI. And uh, I'm going to start, you know, I use it as a city councilor in doing some of my research. Now, if you're a commentator like me now on radio and TV, it can be useful because you can quickly learn about things going on in the world as long as you fact check it. Yeah, I always um, have the question of is what I'm reading yeah, actually yeah, legitimate? You have or to not? read it, yeah. but, you, but you get the, you get it pulls from all the sources. Yeah. So the days of having to go to nine different sources, uh, you know, you can become an expert on pretty much anything with ChatGPT, right? Yeah. Uh, but um, but anyway, that we're going to continue to bring in some experts, folks, this year to talk about AI and what it means for the future. And the probably the craziest thing to think about with all this is that we're just getting started. Because think about the first iPhone that ever came out and how different we are than that now and how that was like, what, 15 years ago, almost 20 years ago? AI is like less than a year old. Yeah, exactly. And then there's been rumors about, by the way, Chambers, we're going to talk later this month, but he is going to come on WPTF. He says he's willing to come and talk about these things, which will be fascinating. Uh, But uh, 10 minutes is not enough for a man who ran Cisco, but we'll figure that out. But, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's just – it's incredible, and uh, I think we really have to uh, – the other concern I have is software development, right? I mean, they're saying, would you need to have software developers because then the code and the AI can build the software? I still think you're going to need, but some parents are coming to me and saying, well, what does this mean about my child's computer science degree, right? Ah, it's still going to be valuable. Tell your child to work hard. It just may change the way we develop software, the way, de- the way we design. It's already changing with agile development, the Internet of Things, smart cities – I think cities can use this stuff to make better decisions. Let's just hope the AI, well, maybe the AI will replace the politicians. Hey, yeah, maybe maybe we'll all benefit from that. Who knows? Speak, yeah. yeah. yeah I know. 